Within the hospitality ecosystem, there are a lot of ways you can build an interesting company. So what has the most opportunity? Bashar Wali is one of the most recognized names in hospitality because he's done it all. As a leading operator, investor, and hotel branding expert that 180,000 people follow on LinkedIn alone. In this episode, Bashar shares where he's focused today. Hospitality. 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 Hospitality brings people together. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. It seems over the past decades, there's been this bifurcation of real estate investment with brand development. I, how do you think about that? Is that is that separation good where you have institutional retail investors investing in real estate? And it seems there's more and more investment participants entering the scene. And at the same time, you have, as you mentioned earlier, this explosion of, of brand development. Is that a good thing? Or would you like to see the worlds of real estate investment and brand development merge more and it's the same person or entity that does both of those? The answer is yes to both. And I'll tell you what I mean. When you're a real estate owner and the brand at the same time, you sort of have competing things potentially in your mind. You're, who's on first? But in my opinion, if, if today I had a fund that allowed me to go buy the real estate and infuse the brand I'm working on with it, Nirvana. But that's because I, I sort of play on both sides of the fence. But if purely a real estate guy, which in most cases that happens and want to get into the brand business or the hotel business, I think that's where you fail miserably. But I think the magic happens if you have the ability to do both, then because then you dictate what happens in the physical building for the brand to manifest the brand the way that you want it. The issues then are brands usually have a longer shelf life in terms of growth trajectory and exit than real estate in many cases. And a lot of the people you're talking about, I jokingly say, do business with their watches, not their calendars. You can't do a brand with your watch. You have to do it with your lunar calendar for, I know, a much longer calendar. So the short answer is, I, in my opinion, in a perfect world, you control both. The reality is it doesn't happen that way because you, the real estate investor, will invest in the real estate. I'll put my brand on it. You'll leave and let the next person come after you and do more with it. It's easier to trade the real estate. It's harder to trade the brand. Fascinating. So for you personally, are you investing more of your time and energy on the brand side or the real estate side? Right now on the brand side, because I think in terms of scalability, it's easier to scale a brand. It's harder to scale real estate. And if you know anything about the current real estate market and hospitality, it, it's, it, is a, it is a disaster. There's no clarity. There's no visibility. Debt is, is, is basically non-existent for the time being. We're all waiting for the CMBS loans to come do and see what happens and see if there's carnage on the street. So it's unpredictable versus really thinking about IP and brand and operations into the future and doing something unique and interesting. Well, it's fascinating if you have the option to participate on both sides. I, I agree. It does seem that there's opportunity where it almost feels like a bit of a Cambrian explosion of opportunity, not only within traditional hotels, but some of the hybrid uh, kind of concepts that you mentioned. It almost feels like hospitality and kind of the hotelization of, of other industries. So it's a really interesting place to play. I guess Look, I'll give uh, on that example, sorry to interrupt real quick to give you a real life example, Sharon with Hoxton, when he first launched it, 
he had both. He controlled both sides of the deal. He knew exactly what he wanted, how he wanted his brand to appear, and he controlled the real estate and was able to control the narrative beginning to end. And at some point, the brand grew fast enough because he had the resources to do it, and he sold the brand off or 50% of the brand off to a core, still owns his real estate. And now the brand has so much ability to grow and scalability with a global company. So there are ways where it works if you're disciplined enough, and he was, to really understand what your goal is. He was building a brand. And in some cases, he'll tell you he may have overpaid for some of the real estate to create the perfect asset, but he knew that in the long run, it would all balance out because he's creating value in the brand. It's a great example because then you have the case study, right? It's like, hey, with my real estate, and you could speak to other owners and investors from a credible position. Yeah. Are you, are you thinking of doing that with this new brand you're creating, owning? I mean, if somebody listening wants to uh, come and raise a real estate fund, uh, I'm all ears. But for right now, I'm focusing on what I know, and that is creating transcendent experiences. I would say, by and large, without regard to the real estate. Again, there's minimum basic table stakes. But from there, I if I have to impress you with my building, it's like the equivalent of me impressing you with my outfit or my body. And then I have no personality. I'd much rather you like me, want to spend time with me because of my personality, not because of what I might look like or what I might be wearing or what brand I have on my shirt. Great hospitality providers know that every touch point matters a lot. So they spend a lot of time making sure that each interaction better serves their guests and makes life easier for their teams. If you'd like to operate this way, I suggest you check out Sojourn. They've built a reputation as the market leader in helping hotels and resorts earn direct bookings through digital advertising over the years. And more recently, they've expanded into offering a complete suite of guest experience solutions, including an AI smart concierge, reputation manager, and guest marketing suite. I've been working with Sojourn for years now, and everything from the way their technology is built to the talented experts they have on staff makes it no surprise that when I talk with people about technology, Sojourn comes up again and again. Hospitality providers love them. If you'd like to learn more about how Sojourn can help you better engage your guests and drive more profitable direct bookings, visit Sojourn.com. That's S-O-J-E-R-N.com. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on the show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes from some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. Dot com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 